0: As lawyers, you may have put yourself out there and in return received some good and some dubious online reviews.
1: Whether it's someone with an axe to grind creative ideas about what you're offering or just someone trying to be funny, inaccurate and just plain dumb reviews can be incredibly frustrating.
0: And some areas of practice are more prone to unhappiness. For example, family law, criminal law, personal injury, they're all areas where sometimes you just can't win with clients. The situations are often already acrimonious and full of emotion. Clients, in some cases, may even be to blame themselves for their own rogue behavior.
2: Right, we all know it's a little toxic online right now, but you don't have to drive yourself crazy dealing with online reviews.
3: In today's episode, we'll discuss responding to reviews, how bad reviews can actually help you, and I'll also do my own review for the series Bluff City Law. Spoiler alert. Bluff City Law will need to do some serious online reputation management when I'm through with it.
0: We appreciate you being with us for Fine Laws Don't Judge Me, the podcast about the real life of lawyering.
2: Welcome to Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. It's the most fun you can have without getting sanctioned. We're here to talk about the ins and outs of life as a lawyer. I'm Laura, and today I'm joined by Allie. Hello. Joe. Hi, Laura. And Andy. What up? Three of us are lawyers, and Andy is not.
3: I choose to take that as a compliment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I kind of thought you might. And we're going to start today with a segment we're calling Do This, Not That, where one of us will give some pieces of advice about the practice of law. Allie, take it away. Thank you, Laura. Mm -hmm. Today I actually have a joke for you to start out. Oh, really? I do, yeah. I'm ready for it. Let's go. What's the difference between a lawyer and God? I don't know. What is the difference between a lawyer and God? God doesn't think he's a lawyer.
1: Oh, Boo. my God. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh,
0: I know this may come as a shock to many, but lawyers are, in fact, human. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It's crazy, but it's actually true. Lawyers are imperfect. Many of us may be striving towards perfection, but flawed, just like everyone else. For some reason, though, it's just harder for us to listen to it. We really don't enjoy being told we're wrong or that we suck at our jobs. However, like it or not, and we know many of you don't like it, not at all, online reviews are here to stay in our profession. So how do you handle them? The good ones, they're easy to deal with for the most part. I mean, you could still mess it up, but generally speaking, they're easy. If you get a good one, you have an option to respond, you could do so with a kind thank you message. You could have a standard reply, or better yet, come up with a custom response with one that's simple but grateful. Whatever works. Make it a habit. Make it easy. But the bad ones. If they are bad, they tend to be really bad. Not many two- or three-star reviews in the legal profession. They usually go straight for the lowest rating and then write how they didn't even want to give you that much credit. So, what do you do about them? The reviews that call you a moron, or an idiot, or a total loser, or a scam artist, and well, we could list a lot of other insults, frankly, sort of hilarious ones that involve colorful, fun words that we are trying really hard not to say on this podcast. So, here's what you're going to do and what you are not going to do. First, after you read something negative about yourself or your law firm, do take a deep breath and take a step back do not respond right away when your blood pressure is rising and the profanities start flying with abandon. Second, do let a day or two pass. It's hard. I know it. We all know it. But trust me, you won't regret completing the next step with a clear head. Finally, do respond if you can, politely and carefully, aiming to keep your law license and your law firm open. Do not engage the reviewer. Do not challenge the reviewer. Don't insult them, lambast them, hurl your best zinger, none of it. I know it's tempting. It's so tempting. Lawyers tend to be very good at zingers. But it's only going to hurt you in the end. Instead, take the time. Thank the reviewer for sharing their opinion. Maybe encourage them to reach out and give feedback directly to you or to the firm. Then, and this is the hardest part, take a moment to reflect on what they said. It may be that there is nothing to be done and the review is total and utter BS. But it may also be that there's some truth to it and something you can improve going forward. After all, we are all flawed humans in a service profession. And when we acknowledge that fact, I think most of us realize that we can benefit from a little self-reflection.
2: Thanks, Allie. Uh, Now we're going to move into sort of a roundtable discussion about dealing with online reviews as an attorney. So what does everyone think? Why do online reviews make attorneys so uncomfortable?
0: I have an opinion on this, Laura. Do you? I do, I do. No, I think, um, you know attorneys like to be right true (laughs) they don't like to be challenged um (laughs) very true and i think when you put it out online i mean it's just oh i i know when i started my practice i knew it was important but i was like oh gosh just to put yourself out there you're already dealing with really adversarial situations and um you know it's just by nature Mm -hmm. acrimonious most you know, most litigation is in general. So the idea of putting yourself out there when something has been that heated is really hard Mm -hmm. and hard to hear criticism, I think, in general. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Uh, Lawyers, they love to fight (laughs) and they love to litigate. And I think any time that you get a bad review, your first temptation is to go point by point and Mm -hmm. say exactly why you were in the right and this client has no idea what they're talking about. And ultimately that ends up turning into this drag out discussion that is worse than if you had just left it alone Mm -hmm. to begin with.
0: Like with with responding to them. Exactly. Yeah. I think... Yeah, and I think also too <laughs> that we we're trained to expect the worst case scenario. So when we open ourselves up, we're like, oh, it's going to be all you know negative and all people who don't like me who are going to seek this out. Um, I think in reality, obviously, that is not what happens in practice. Um,
3: yeah, so. I looked you up, and you have <laughs> a you have a sterling <laughs> online score on a website I won't mention, but.
0: It was ok, mm-hmm. but realistic because it wasn't all good. I mean, which mm-hmm. is to be expected, right? I mean, some mm-hmm. areas like I you know, like we talked about in one of the segments, family law. I mean, it, there just will be situations where it's, yeah, it's not going to be a positive all the time. and that's that's okay. Mm-hmm.
1: that is. In fact, it actually lends credence to the other reviews because if you get a bad review and you can respond to it in a professional way, I think it actually, Makes it more likely that people are going to view you as legit, legitimate. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, if I know, now I always people to review you. <laughs> exactly. yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's
2: what I was gonna say. It's in a lot of instances, it's been shown that it people view a business as being more legitimate when they have a couple of bad reviews because they, yeah, they don't think that you're just padding your reviews with all good ones.
0: Yeah, I think the bad ones, like I again, when the segment was. It's an opportunity, really, to demonstrate more of like, well, I can be professional, even in the situation when somebody maybe wasn't one hundred percent happy with what I was doing for them or their case and how it turned out. It's an opportunity to show that you that you care about giving good service to your clients and mm-hmm. representing them to your, you know the best of your ability.
3: Yeah, and people people know how to wade through the bs one star reviews too. if i'm mm-hmm. if yeah. I'm yelping a restaurant, and I see five one-star reviews, and they're all like, well, "They didn't have enough parking." <laughs> like, that, that actually doesn't tell me anything about right. mm-hmm. the quality of the yeah. of the restaurant. And yeah, or I, on
0: a, and like a uh, online retailer when they like knock the packaging or something like it's yeah. not actually the product that you're reviewing. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's important to think about optics too when it comes to responding to an online review or deciding what you want to do with it. It's important to remember that people. Don't like to see lawyers using their power for evil as for, you know, so we're, we're in, the
3: delicate genius. Yeah,
2: we're sort of <laughs> in a position of power, so yeah, you don't want to rake someone over the coals online because someone's going to see that and sometimes that can just make the whole thing worse. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: I I would immediately think that you are a giant baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, just right. Yeah, the worst of the worst. Yeah,
2: pointing out all the holes in someone's online review is not going to make you look like more of a professional. No. No, but you're right, Like that is
0: a natural tendency for a lawyer to go mm-hmm. there, to pick out all the weaknesses, like, you are so wrong, and here's why. Well, I have
3: a, I have a question for you, Allie, since you've practiced a lot. Yeah. Uh, do you ever feel like in some of those situations where a client is red hot and angry? Um, <laughs> I that, didn't have any of those. <laughs> yeah, if we see your online reviews, it looks like you didn't have any, but yeah, I'm, sure, right. I'm sure they uh, were there. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you lost a little bit of perspective ever, where someone's saying, you know, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, and you forgot about who the stakes were actually higher for yeah. in that situation? I,
0: well, sure, instantly. I mean, nobody likes to be insulted. Um, and especially when you take pride in what the work that you do, and I own my own business, so I took a lot of pride in, in the product that we were providing our clients and the service we were providing. So yeah, sure, it's insulting at first, but again, um, Thankfully, reasonable minds prevail, and you, you take a step back and think about it. And honestly, it was a really nice moment of reflection, be like, oh, I really didn't see that in that situation, so how was I not you know, mm-hmm. perceiving what the client was experiencing and how can I fix that? Online reviews are an opportunity maybe to fix some of the things that may not come to light until like an ethics complaint or something else that might really impact your ability to practice. Um, communication, attorney-client communication is one of the most, I think, highly cited reasons for attorney discipline. So, um, you know, if you if you have that negative online review, maybe it's a chance to, to fix some of that stuff. But yeah, initially, yeah, it's, it hurts a
1: little. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a, a number of really good points there, but one thing that I I did want to highlight was the need to show empathy with mm. the client. Even if you're initially frustrated or angry or completely disagree, nobody reading that is going to understand the exact situation. And right. so which the first thing that you need to do is say, I understand where you're coming from and yeah. respond directly to that client and their particular situation. Um, you know, I've seen some instances where lawyers would have almost a form response where they said sorry call this number yeah you know I mean it's good to take conversations offline but you do also want to make sure that you're approaching the client from where they're at at mm-hmm. that exact moment and so that that empathy is yeah. really vital
0: acknowledge their pain exactly yeah. their pain point yeah, yeah I think that's important yep um also I was thinking with the whole like, lawyers' tendency to want to like pick apart somebody's <laughs> position or, you know, whether they feel it's inaccurate or not too is, I mean, and I think most lawyers are obviously aware of this, but you have to be really careful about how specific you're going to get in that response. Yes. <laughs> should you choose this route, which I think nobody should choose, but they might, um, you can't obviously divulge any client information mm-hmm. in that review. And I think you know, in order to take down their argument, you'd have to do that or risk doing that. So
1: I am going to say that I have seen a review where the attorney accused the client of being a pimp Oh, <laughs> oh hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> and said <laughs> that that is his life of competent. crime yeah, that's gives a bold strategy. yeah. Yeah, he said his he's, life a, of crime. Yep, that this oh. client's oh. life of crime is a good example of his oh, character. Wow. And that was his response. I mean, that was definitely a uh, take so a deep breath a, moment. Yeah, and yeah. He's just, being a jerk
2: and he's being judgy. Right, exactly. <laughs> and they said that on, you know, as like a direct response on the page where the review was? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
3: That's a TV criminal defense lawyer. That's, that's a guy that's trying yeah. to trying to be like, I only defend innocent people.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I was I was asking because one thing I was thinking about was it's one thing to be careful about what you say directly to the review, but you also have to be careful how you respond if you respond offline. Um, Like there was a there was a case in Texas a few years ago where a woman who I think was a nursing student, she put a bad review of a law firm she had hired for a personal injury case and they threatened to sue her for, I think, defamation and so she went back to the online review site and then started posting more reviews. That yes. now they're threatening to sue me. See so just sister. it blew. It made the whole thing worse. Yeah. You know, it sort of turned into this David and Goliath kind of thing. And I know so, who I'm siding with. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's something important to think about too. If you're going to respond off uh, offline, even that response can still end up back on the online reviews. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually, I just remembered a story. Um, about practice, where <laughs> I heard, and I don't know all of the specifics with this case, <laughs> but basically, um, and you know, this is something we'll talk about another uh, episode: attorney wellness and substance abuse, because I think that might have played a role in this. Uh, but one attorney had too much, and then um, left fake online reviews for opposing counsel.
2: Oh no! <laughs> and yeah.
0: Faced some discipline. Oh also, that's something you should not do. What? Mm, I mean, as much as that makes for a very interesting happy hour story. Yeah. It's probably, yeah.
2: Well, hopefully that's helpful for anyone out there who's trying to figure out how to deal with online reviews. If nothing else, at least other people know how you feel. We certainly do. Yeah. And on our next episode, we're going to go a little further down that road into defamation cases and what to do when these uh, online reviews get not only bad but untrue. Speaking of bad reviews, Andy, you've been uh, subjecting yourself to a new legal procedural lately, haven't you?
3: Unfortunately, I have Laura. Um, So one of the things we're going to plan to highlight here at Don't Judge Me is just how terrible most legal TV and cinema really is. So when a new when a new legal procedural or movie debuts, we'll be on top of it. So you don't have to be. So... Thank you. For this first edition of a segment we're going to call Thumbs Down, just because we just assume that they're all going to be bad. It is my great displeasure to tell you about the NBC Legal Procedural Bluff City Law.
0: Everyone likes to talk about how this kind of work is rewarding, but if you lose, it destroys you. How much did Amerifarm pay you to study the sustain? Do you have any relevant questions? Just one, Your Honor. How much is Amerifarm paying you? <laughs> that girl grew up with a hero for her father.
3: I want you to come back to the firm, Sid. I want you fighting for what's right.
0: We're total opposites. But you're conservative. I wage war.
3: So our differences could be our strength.
0: You can't just Thank silence the truth. I right. won't we'll right. be ignored. This report for review.
3: That was brilliant in there. This show centers around Memphis civil litigation legend Elijah Strait, played by the inimitable Jimmy Smith's <laughs> no stranger to law and order type roles, and his daughter Sydney. So, after a falling out with her Atticus Finch meets Warren Beatty dad, <laughs> Sydney was a big shot litigation defense assassin. Uh, the pilot opens on her eviscerating some poor sap who decided <laughs> to sue a company for making him sick. You know, the gall of this man. Mm. Um, but after Sydney's mom dies, she and Elijah quickly patch things up and she comes back to work with him. Sydney's skeptical. We're two alphas, she <laughs> says to her dad. No, that's fine. <laughs> oh. But he needs her, he wants her fighting for what's right. <laughs> um, there's Robbie. Who, fans of uh, Trash TV, you'll recognize him as Aiden from Revenge. Um, none of oh, you guys watched no. Revenge? No, not Oh, that was such a... That was a glorious bad show. <laughs> okay. Um, Robbie overturns a wrongful conviction over several episodes, despite having never tried or appealed a criminal case. <laughs> of <laughs> sure.
0: Of course. Um, it's just so brilliant, I'm sure.
3: There's Anthony, an attorney... Who they managed to reduce very quickly by the second episode to a black caricature by having him settle a dispute between two black brothers who are at war over the family's barbecue sauce oh, recipe. No. Oh my god! I was god. just like wow. NBC boy, no. this is this no. is good, this is good. Wow. Um, there's Della, the southern matriarch of the firm, who <laughs> tails it like it is and loves to bake. Spot on accent. The
0: picture is Paula Dean. I, I was it's, thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's you're just Paula Dean. You're, you're not far like off. Like
2: butter and yep. a gavel, or
0: like you're, I
3: don't know,
0: you're know, a, a gavel
2: when you're lawyer, but you know what I mean. Like
3: you're not a far file.
2: off. file. How yeah. great would it be to have Paula Dean be your like admin assistant at a law firm? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'd be a lot. Yeah, that wouldn't be good for my health.
3: <laughs> and then there's Emerson, Elijah's illegitimate son mm. from one of his <gasps> many affairs. Who, I'm like. I'm pretty sure about this. Uh, NBC tries to make him be on the uh, on the autism spectrum, but in again, in typical network TV fashion, they just bring him down to just like a terrible stereotype mm, yeah. as someone who just like is nervous and doesn't speak very well like mm-hmm. the the Emerson and Anthony character just on their own. I'm just like NBC this is another feather in your cap. Um, yeah,
2: that's really sad. disappointing.
3: But none of this matters because what will make you, what will make lawyers probably the most angry, is that as always with these shows, is it absolutely mangles its portrayal of the of the legal profession. The first episode, the duo of Elijah and Sydney's first case together, features Sydney just coming into the firm and destroying all of their work on a class action Monsanto Roundup esque case. So. This is also going to be a very like ripped from the headlines type show. Yes. Anthony or one of the other lawyers I don't remember and I don't care who <laughs> said it. But one of them says, "She's been here 2 hours and she's already upended 2 years of worth of work." Sydney convinces their client to withdraw from the class so that they can present him as a sympathetic witness on his own and win his case because his death is imminent and his family needs the money. So, the firm then prepares an entire trial in 3 weeks which then predictably goes off the rails. Sydney and Elijah both end up behind bars for contempt
1: oh, after oh, si- after
3: Sydney screams, <laughs> "Are you kidding me?" at the judge who I would note is probably doing her job quite capably. Yeah. But in the end, <laughs> they recover $46 million oh, in punitive damage for their clients with no expert witness testimony. Instead, the Straits' star witness tells her account of corporate malfeasance anyway over the shouts of the defense, yelling objection, and the judge telling her to stop.
0: Dr. Deemer, during your time as a research chemist at AmeriFarm, did you ever hear about our client, Mr. Soriano? No. You never met him. You only know him because of this case? That's right. Is there anything you'd like to say to him?
3: Objection. Relevance?
0: Say to Edgar and his family.
3: Your Honor.
1: Miss Strait, where are you going with this? I'm sorry. I'd like to say I'm sorry
2: to him and his family. Objection.
1: Dr. Deemer, you will refrain from answering the
2: question
0: I'm sorry Mr. Soriano this did not have to happen the witness they knew, this knew this the dangers they
1: came my speech, lab, struck struck me to my lab stop speaking now
2: the jury will disregard
1: all of her answers you can't just There's silence the truth there will be the order in my court this is for
3: review so <laughs> uh, this was enough for the jury Apparently. Sure. And so the Happy family likely then went on to lose all of it and appeal.
0: Do we get to know any of the jurors?
3: No. Oh. But they do sometimes. Uh, they would cut to the jury and you would see people just going like,
1: ah, yeah.
3: shaking their head and hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, in the second episode, we see Elijah and Sidney appear before a Tennessee appellate court, which doesn't ask any questions during arguments, and then issues an immediate ruling after arguments are over. Like, no written opinion, they just...
1: It's an efficient courtroom, I'm this not is, sure what the yeah. issue is. They're so, trying to cut down on paperwork. Yeah. So, dramatic music.
3: Oh, there's, the music is a lot of yeah. like, boom <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad Southern. Legal, legal guitar. Legal, we'll yes, yeah, legal Southern guitar.
2: It's a very, genre. very specific job. Very specific. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: so after they failed to protect a farmer who is in hock to an agribiz giant, they then devise undertaking a RICO case against this agribusiness company because quote they operate like a gang and resort to threats and intimidation. Mm-hmm. In what, in fact, in one scene we see Elijah straight. Jimmy Smits is now well into his sixties. <laughs> we see him beat the holy shit out of a corporate goon oh
2: my God. who
3: was following him. I grew up in South Memphis, Elijah says, <laughs> as he is pummeling this guy.
1: I grew up in South Memphis. Don't take more than some corporate lackey in an idling car to scare me.
3: She's attractive and smart. Your daughter you must be proud. Ah! 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 Anyone say one more word about my daughter? Give her one more look. Dead man.
2: So it's another good way to lose your license, Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't do it. <laughs> it's frowned upon.
3: I hated most minutes of it. It's an insult to attorneys, the profession, um, pretty much everybody
0: else, it sounds like. People of
3: color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot a lot of people. And after originally ordering an additional six episodes from its first 10-episode order, NBC then canceled those six episodes. Aww. So this show is likely already in hospice care. Aww. And thank God, because that means I'm not going to have to watch any more for this podcast. Um, my final recommendation is do not stream, do not download, do not binge. So. Is it
0: wrong I want to now more than I did when you started? Because I mean
3: It's not it's not good bad. Yeah. It's um, not I I know good bad. Right. Yeah. This is this is this is bad bad. Yeah.
1: Well this has been more of a public service announcement than a review.
3: Yeah. So Back to you, Laura.
2: Thank you so much, Andy. And uh, thank you for sacrificing your sanity and for our entertainment, because I certainly had a good time. And thanks to all of you for listening to Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. Check the show notes for links to relevant fine law articles on lp.finelaw.com. And for more multimedia content, check out the Fine Law for Legal Professionals YouTube channel. Please support the show by rating and reviewing us, preferably somewhat nice comments so that we don't have to figure out how to respond. We welcome all comments, questions, and opinions. Contact us at podcasts at thomsonreuters.com.